This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science and life to holistically thrive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Austin June. And I've been following Jack for a while on Instagram, got really inspired about his content. I think it's beyond just, you know, the authority around business, but um, really a, a lot about the personal growth, about your self-expression, a lot of realization that comes with that, that can also fulfill certain parts of our purpose as well. So thank you so much Jake, for coming on. I'm so excited to hear a bit more about the story and as well as about the process of, you know, what's the impact about, you know, publishing our own book. So yeah, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for for having me. What a great intro. And I'm I'm excited to dig into all things book, personal growth, and that's ultimately how to enjoy the the game of life. Yes, absolutely. You know, I'm curious to know, you know, writing a book and thing, I think, you know, like how did that change your life in first place, like publishing your own book and what compelled you in first place to write your ever first book? Yeah, so so I was I thought that people that wrote books had already achieved, quote unquote, a certain amount of success. I thought that people who wrote books, they did it after they had made their money, after they had done everything. And so I set out to be a sports agent and help people turn their dream of playing professional basketball into their reality. And I thought, I'm going to do this, be really good at it, make a lot of money, buy a house, buy an island, you know, then I can get married, have kids, and then ultimately I can speak and write books. But I realized very, very early on in my career, I was working with the Los Angeles Lakers and I realized, why do I have to wait to make this impact? Why can't I do this now? Like, who's to tell me I have to achieve something or have a certain amount of money in my bank account before I can help somebody else achieve their dreams? And so I was working with the Lakers. I was working with um, the team during Kobe Bryant's final NBA season. And he had a huge impact on me. And I was like, I need to do that. And I may not be able to impact the world right now, but what if I could impact somebody's world? And so I came home one night and I, I sat down. And I'm like, what do I know? And how can I help people? And truthfully, I was 22 years old at the time. I didn't know a whole lot. But what I did know was how I got my job. I did know how to get a dream internship, how to get your resume in front of people. And so I saw, I just wrote my first book, helping college students and high school students stand out in the job market and discover their passion. And fast forward six months, Kobe Bryant retires, I retire, I launch my first book and boom, wow. my entire life changed um, that week because now I had the ultimate tool to differentiate myself. I opened the door to unlimited opportunities and possibilities. And it put me onto an additional path that uh, I was really excited to to follow and see where it takes me. Wow, that's amazing. And congrats on, you know, this step that led you to where you are today, because if you wouldn't have made that step, it would be very different. And I think to so many people, they have these common limitations around, you know, writing a book, as you mentioned, they think they have to become a someone in terms of like, making a lot of money, become a millionaire, save up and like have more knowledge around things. So, you know, probably there must be also beliefs that you had that maybe stopped you before. So after writing the book, what was some of the shocking things that you realized that was very different than you thought in the beginning? 
So, so I want to go back here because you mentioned something about like the limitations, right? Mm -hmm. I had every one of those doubts, concerns, worries, limiting beliefs. You know, I, I, I remember I was, I was at my parents' home. I had moved back home to, to take the job to Lakers and to, to pursue this. And I remember asking like, who am I to write this book? Like I'm 22, 23 years old, writing a book on career development. I only have one year of work experience. Like, who am I to do this? What makes me qualified to do this? What if nobody reads it? You know, I had all of those thoughts, but I remember that, that my dad uh, pulled me aside and he told me, he said, I don't know if you're going to sell five copies or five million copies, but I can promise you that if you write this book, you be vulnerable and you put it out for the world to see great and unexpected things are going to happen. And that's exactly what happened was I couldn't have predicted all of those things. And, and what happened was going back to your question is once the book was done, people were like, oh, this is amazing. What do you want to do with the book now? And I was like, I don't know, like help more people. And someone came to me and they were like, Jake, you know, you could be a motivational speaker. And in my mind, you know, remember, I thought you had to have made a certain amount of money or you had to like be somebody to, to speak. And they were like, Jake, you are somebody. You have a best-selling book now. And I was like, what? And they said, you can get paid to talk. And I said, I love to talk. So I became a motivational speaker that day. And I started pitching myself and started building it. And because I had the book, People started booking me for speaking engagements. I started getting paid thousands of dollars for talks. I started getting invited to schools. My book started being used in college syllabus as required reading. I mean, this, this opened up so many cool opportunities. And that was just in the first like six months to a year after the first book came out. Not to mention everything that's happened um, since that book over the last six, seven years. Wow, that's incredible. And I think it's also amazing for all the listeners to hear about the impact because many people think, you know, a book it will just cost me a lot of money. I'm not sure is it really worth it? I'm going to do that later. But, you know, like the ARI people get as a speaker, as a coach, as an entrepreneur, like doesn't matter in what field. And, you know, I think a lot of people, when they have this thoughts or ideas as a book, they procrastinate on that often. They're like one day, one day. And also they're overwhelmed because they don't know where to start, you know, like self-publishment, should I go for that route? Do I need really a coach? So, you know, like where would you tell a person to start in terms of like, you know, let's say for a coach or an entrepreneur who just wants to share their expertise, like what's the first step you would tell them they should do before like coming to you or, you know, to start the process? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to give like some, some of the stuff that, that I use with myself every time I want to write a book and also with the clients that we help because I, I think that there are so many people that can write a really great book that can tell a really great story that can impact so many people. And I, and I want everyone to be able to do that. And I think we get stuck saying, well, one day when I have more time, right? Maybe, maybe there'll be a better thing to write about. I don't know what to write about. And so, what I would say is this, there are five things that we encourage every person to do before they actually sit down and write, okay? The first thing that you must do is you must ask yourself, are you truly committed to writing a book? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not actually committed, and you're like, oh, this would be fun, this would be a cool little side project, what's gonna happen is that it's gonna fall down the priority list every day. And then a month will go by and you'll be like, ah, I'm, not, I'm not making any progress on my book but your calendar would only show you've spent 20 minutes. 
So the first thing you have to do is ask yourself if you're committed. Because if you're committed to something, you'll make the time to actually do it. The second thing that we have everybody do, and I would ask every one of your listeners, if you ever thought about writing a book, ask yourself, what is my intention for writing this book? So why do you actually want to write this book? Is it because it's been a dream of yours forever? Is it because you want to pass on your family legacy? Is it because you want to tell your story? Is it because you want lead gen, credibility? You want to use this to be your social media content? You want to start a coaching business? You want speaking engagements? Like you want to be a best-selling author? Whatever your reason for writing it is, you have to own that. You have to own that. The third thing that you must do before actually writing is figure out who is this for? Who is your book for? Because if you try to write your book to just like every person, it's going to get really confusing because you're going to be like, well, Johnny would like it this way. Sally would like it this way. Susie would like it this way. And then you're like, I just don't even know what the point of this is. And so if you know who your audience is, it becomes much easier to share your information um, and to write and to market it and to create your messaging for it. The fourth thing that we encourage everybody to do is put what we call book time on your calendar. And basically what this is, is you're basically deciding this is when in my schedule I can commit to 30 to 60 minutes of book time where the only task I'm doing in that time frame is working on my book and what we've found is that people that honor that commitment going back to the commitment people that honor their book time have a much higher completion rate of actually finishing their book and then the fifth thing that we encourage everybody to do is to make sure that you have the right accountability system so maybe this is a friend maybe this is a coach that you have maybe it's a mentor maybe you invest in a program that helps you Stay accountable for writing a book. I love when there is um, an accountability element. Maybe you post on social media that you're writing a book. And so when you follow these, what we call the five must do's before writing, it really opens up the chances of you completing it because now you have a foundation to start with rather than just trying to jump in and figure it out as you go. You started to build a plan and you have much more clarity around what it is you're trying to do with the book. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing this step. That's so insightful. I think for everyone who just like want to start off these things, and as you mentioned the the priority in terms of I commit to that as well. And I feel there's a lot of people as well. They're kind of have in, have out. And then you, as you mentioned, there are a lot of people that can express themselves really well, maybe, but then they lack the intention that is more clear. They lack maybe the strategy behind it because depending on the intention, there are other steps to do it or how to market it. You mentioned also pre-launch. You even got like um, booked for a stage. I think in China, you mentioned before your book even got released, like such things. And I think so many people, they miss out on that because they don't have that knowledge. So what would you say are the most common mistakes people do before launching a book or in general that you observe? Yeah, I I think, you know, one of the things that I see people doing all the time when they write, when they start writing their book, I'll give you a couple different um, things that I see is one is they're writing a book and they want it to get more speaking engagements or they want to use their book to grow their audience or to get more more following or to be more credible but if you don't ever talk about your book how could somebody know that you have the book and so one of the things that i see authors doing while they they literally wait until the book's out to start talking about it Mm -hmm. no 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 no. 
Start talking about it the minute you've decided you're writing this. That's how you build hype. That's how you build awareness. That's how you build buzz. That's how you make thousands of dollars before the book's even out. So that's one thing that I see. Another thing that I see is people are like, okay, I want to write a book. And the first thing they do is they start writing the book. And what happens is, is, and we see this all the time, is they're like, okay, I'm writing a book. And they're really excited. So they start writing and they're just writing whatever's coming out of their, of their mind. They're like, oh, I got this. I got this. I'm writing. I'm writing. I'm writing. They get a chapter done, maybe two if they're lucky. And they pause and they go to take a, take a deep breath. And then a week goes by and they come back to write more. And they're like, wait, I don't, I don't know what to write about now. Like I already wrote a lot of the stuff. I don't know what comes next. I don't know how to structure it. I don't know what stories to tell. And then they, they start editing what they wrote already. Mm-hmm. And then they keep editing it and they keep revising it. Fast forward another month and they're still on chapter two. And so what we see is this mistake of people that are trying to just go jump in and write, write, write before they've laid the foundational principles. And so that's another big thing that we see. And then, you know, I'll give you one more is that, you know, one of the things that we, that we see happen is people launch their book with no launch plan. People are like, hey, my book's out, go buy it. And it's like, wait a sec, I didn't even know you were writing a book. Or they, they launch a book and they're like, I, I'm, I'm launched it, why is nobody buying it? Well, you didn't talk about it on social. You didn't do a podcast tour. You, you didn't give any hype. You aren't reaching out to people to ask them to support you. You don't have a launch team, right? And so people just launch their book with no plan. And so those are just a couple of the things that we see that if you make that small tweak, it can make your process so much faster and so much more effective. Yeah. Wow. But that's amazing. You know, I think when you have a plan and you have a clear strategy and things, obviously things will move in a different way as well. And, you know, after, you know, like doing this, it involves like different tasks, different activities and intentions or time blockouts as well. What would you say in your personal opinion is the most challenging part about publishing, writing, launching the book, you know, and that's where you also probably come in to support people all the way along from A to C, how to do that. But where do you see that, you know, did you experience the biggest challenge and where do you see other people have the biggest challenge as well? I would say from what I've seen and from what the research will show you, the biggest stopping point is people don't know where to begin. And so they get discouraged. And so they never actually get their book done. Mm -hmm. The second biggest thing is people will finish their rough draft, but then they will never get it from their rough draft to publication. Mm -hmm. And so what we really focus on in in, in how we coach people on through this process is we break down this daunting task of writing, publishing, and launching a book into smaller action items so that you can celebrate your progress along the way. We pretty much gamify it so that you don't feel it's this crazy big thing anymore. Let me give you an example of how a lot of people think about this. If you wanna run a marathon, do you wake up the next day and go run 26.2 miles? No. What you do is the next day, maybe you go on your first walk, maybe you buy your shoes, then maybe you start jogging, then you maybe run your first mile, right? There's milestones literally in the pursuit of running your marathon. Your book can be broken down into a very simple process that helps people remove the pressure 
of feeling like they're doing something that only the select few are able to do. And that's how you make it more doable. It's likely that you build more momentum. That momentum leads to more completion. That completion leads to the possibility that it'll actually get done. And then before you know it, a few months later, your book's ready to go. And now you have something that you've really wanted and your dream has now become a tangible book. Wow, I love that. And, you know, I, I think, again, as you mentioned, people, they sometimes forget that and they think they have to run the whole marathon at once. And then other people get really discouraged by that. But once it's done, I really want to highlight about the transformation after that, what some of the client successes or, you know, possibilities, you also shared about speaking engagement and things, but what were some of the incredible things that people told you or some of the transformation you saw after the book publishment for people? Oh, what a, what a great question. You know, and I think that sometimes people have a tough time seeing they're like, well, I'm going to write this book. What happens after? Like, what are some of the actual results that that come from this? And so I'll, I'll share a few. We had one client. She talked about her book while she was writing it. And on release day, not only did she become a bestseller, but she had somebody sign up to work with her in her one on one coaching program just because they had seen her talk about her book and they were like, I want you to hold me accountable. And she was an accountability coach. So mm -hmm. she got hired. That same person went on to do a Ted talk because of her book. We had another person who worked in higher education and he helped a lot of kids through college. And he wanted to start coaching those kids after college on how to enjoy their twenties. And so he created a book and he became a best-selling author. And then he had colleges buying hundreds of copies to give to their graduating seniors so that they could enjoy their 20s. That's, That's just okay. two of them, okay? On the flip side, we've had people who wanna just create a legacy book, share their story, and then their kids will know who they are and where they come from. We've had people write a book and use that book to raise money for their nonprofit. So there's so many different ways that you can use the book. And this is just a few of them, but there are so many different ways that you can really use a book to benefit your life, your family, and the people you aim to serve. Wow. And, you know, one of the things I'd be curious on is what do you think is overestimated when it comes to this whole book launch and writing? And what is overestimated? You know, like something that, you know, people just kind of assume different. People assume that writing a book means you have to give up doing everything else. Like people think when you write a book, you have to go to a cabin in the woods, lock yourself, bolt and barricade the doors, grow a grizzly beard if you're a dude, and then you come back and you're like, I finished this, right? But in reality, you only need about 60 minutes a day to finish a really high quality book mm -hmm. that can change your entire life. And so we work with a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners, thought leaders, experts, and family members, moms. And we know that like, you can still run your family, run your business and write a book with the right process. And I'll give you an example. I wanted to test this out. I've, I've written four books now and, and I wanted to test this out. And so for my fourth book, I said, I'm going to do a challenge. I'm going to write, publish and launch this within 90 days. And I'm going to document my progress and how much time I spend every single day until it's done. Because mm -hmm. I want you to know how long it takes. So I do this and I finish writing my rough draft in 17 days. The book was 100% completed by day 62 and I launched it by day 87. Okay. 
This has been my most successful book that I've ever written. Okay. Wow. Now here's the kicker. Insane. I spent 52 minutes per day working on this book. That's the power of having the right process and knowing that you can run your business, run your family, be happy while still doing that. So that's the biggest thing that I think people misunderstand or overestimate is how long it could take you versus if you have the right process, system and accountability. Wow, that's so amazing. And it also shows, I mean, you did it yourself as an example, like how that it is possible as well. And, you know, you wrote your fourth best times, you know, like selling book. And what was different writing your fourth book versus your first book? Because after each book, you probably had new learnings, new realizations. So what were some of the contrasting things you've learned from each book that was a little bit different? I think, you know, for my first book, I had no idea what I was doing, right? Like, like I literally didn't know. Part of that was great because then I didn't worry about some of the mistakes. But the flip side to that is I didn't even know what mistakes I was making. So the book wasn't as quote unquote professional as my other books have been. Now, when I write a book, there's a very clear process that I follow. I know how to get people excited along the way. I can spend less time getting better results and I can use it to directly impact the bottom line of my business. And I know how to get in front of more and more people. And so I'd say one of the biggest differences is just having the right team, having the right support and having the experience of having done it so many times now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes totally sense with the experience. And it's good that we, you know, learn as we go all of the things as well. And, you know, another route is when it comes to publishing books, like people, they try to explore different options, which totally makes sense on self-publishing route. They think, do I need to, um, you know, like make my own research and find publishers around that? Do I just hire a coach and do that? And then they get overwhelmed. Amazon bestseller, Wall Street bestseller, what bestseller is that really important? Like there's so many questions around that. Like, what's your view on that of whether self-publishing or not? Like in terms of making better choices, because I think a lot of people are overwhelmed by the ways on how to do it. Yeah, you know, I'll try to keep this as simple as possible because this is a question I get asked all the time. Should I self-publish or should I traditionally publish? And then what happens with each one? Now in my book, Big Idea to Bestseller, I, I talk through the benefits of self-publishing. Um, so, so that's really, really great. But what I wanna share is this. A lot of people think that the only way to get your book successful is through a traditional publishing deal. Mm -hmm. But the question I want you to ask yourself is what does success actually look like to you? So that's question one. The second thing is I recommend to probably 99% of people that self-publishing is the better option. And here's why I believe this for most people. Number one is that with self-publishing, you control the timeline. Meaning the minute your book is done, you can go to the next phase. Traditional publishing takes on average 18 to 36 months. There's flexibility and variability on those sides, but self-publishing, you can get it written, published, and launched within six months. So you're in control of the timeline. And this is really valuable if you're trying to use it to grow your business, or if you're trying to start speaking or start coaching or selling a product because your book's done in six months. So now you have another 12 months to market the book versus if you go the other direction, you have to wait 18 months before the book's even out to then start marketing, right? The second thing 
is when you self-publish, you maintain the ownership, the rights, the royalties. When you sell, when you traditionally publish, you give up a percentage of those rights, which means you basically make a royalties, which basically means that you make less per book. Mm -hmm. This can impact things in a variety of way. So there's a lot of other benefits of self-publishing, but those are two that I find really, really valuable is you get to control the timeline and you get to keep what you create. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think that's a good contrast to know for people to firstly define what success looks like for them, because some people do just like blindly follow what just seems good or trendy or popular and like to redefine that as well. And yeah, you know, to summer, um, to summarize like the whole podcast, I'm curious in terms of like your personal journey as an entrepreneur, what would you say was one of the boldest things you did that you really thank your success for? Because I think there's a lot of steps you went through as a 22 years old. And I mean, here you are like helping so many people around the world. So yeah, what's some of the boldest things you, you did to be there where you are today? I believe in the game of life. Okay. I believe that life is a game. And I believe that in order to win the game, you must play the game. And if you want to be really, really good, and when it's all said and done, say, I had a great life, you need to take chances, you need to do things, and you need to go for the things that will bring you joy. You're going to make mistakes along the way. You're going to have success along the way. You're going to have ups and you're going to have downs. But if you're in the game and you play the game, you can end up leaving the game a champion. And so for me, I've just always been someone who's like, I'm going to go for it. And if it doesn't work out, that's fine. But at least I can say I tried. I'd rather live a life of oh wells than a life of what ifs. Oh, well, at least I tried rather than, well, what if I would have tried, right? And so when I was younger, I had this idea that I wanted to work with all these NBA athletes. And this was after my first book. And I was like, how can I make a splash? And so what I did was I was like, you know what? I'm not just going to go be an assistant and work at an agency. I'm going to literally build an entire event and get to know every agent, every MBA executive and do something that no one else had done. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. So, so I would take these chances and that ended up working out. We ended up helping 70 guys sign their first pro basketball contract. And so I, I would encourage people as you think about this, as I reflect on my story, as I think of my family stories, I think of other people that we've coached, I, I would encourage you to just think of what do you truly want? And that can change, but what do you truly want? And what are you willing to do to make that happen? And, and if you can do that and come from that framework, you're going to be more empowered to take those chances, to create the life that you want, to not let the fear of judgment, of failure, or even success stop you because you know that there's something better out there for yourself. And so playing big, playing bold has helped me create a winning life that I'm proud of. Wow, that's so beautifully put. And I love that you mentioned about playing big because I think so many people, they play small because they're so scared to disappoint themselves or to fail. I mean, I believe we can never truly fail because we always learn, but a lot of people hold back on that. So that's amazing. And where can people lastly best connect with you and also contact you if they want to launch and write their own authority book? Absolutely. I love this. And, you know, I appreciate you for having me on here. And as a, as a little thank you for being on here, I want to gift everybody who's listening to this a free copy of my book. So if, if you're listening to this and you, and you want a free copy of my book, it's called Big Idea to Bestseller. 
message me on Instagram at Jake Kelfer. That's my Instagram. There'll be a link in the bio. You just click it and it'll get you a free, a free copy of my book. Message me. Would love to chat with you if you have any questions about book writing or making your book a reality. But that's how you can find me. And that's how you can get a, a free copy of my book, Big Idea to Bestseller. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing, Jake. I'm going to put all the links below for all the followers and listeners here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know what were your biggest key takeaways, realizations, and give Jake a follow on Instagram, especially if you want to write your own book and reach out to him. I think it's good to just have these conversations because it's all about starting the process and stop like being too much in our mind about that. And you have to go to experts to, you know, with a lot of transformation that is possible from public speaking an authority book self-expressions like a thousand different angles to that so thanks so much Jake, for taking the time and i speak to you next time okay beautiful souls thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels if you feel connection to this audio experience share it with your friends follow us on instagram your universal way and my personal instagram ozinjun o-c-c-i-n-j-u-n and always remember there is no right or wrong way just your universal way see you next time